Hello guys and welcome to episode 9 of the Beat Your Backlog podcast, a podcast discussing the things gamers like to put off, get to another day and oh yes, we'll definitely beat later their backlog. I'm your host Adam and today I'm joined again by Casper to go through our part 2 of Hogwarts Legacy. Casper, how on earth are you doing? Hello again, so happy to be here and so happy to have finished Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think when we, yeah, when we last talked you were a few hours ahead of me in it. I think you were around the 20 hour mark and I think mm-hmm. I was around like 12 yep. and I think yeah that kind of reflected in when we both finished I think you finished the weekend before I did mm-hmm. and then that kind of motivated me to uh, to get to the end as well so we could talk about it but that was about a month ago so um, <laughs> yeah maybe maybe the, the ending is a little bit hazy yeah. but no I've been excited to, to, to I, I got a refresher you. yesterday so I'm it's all fresh in my brain now yeah that's good that's good <laughs> But before we uh, we get into the actual review, uh, I haven't prepared anything for this one other than I wanted to surprise you with a quick uh, Harry Potter trivia quiz. Oh God! So <laughs> oh God! <laughs> just as like a little icebreaker, and also as kind of a punishment for you not playing uh, Breath of the Wild. Here oh, is God. a I would say a medium level um, Harry Potter quiz. Okay. Related to the movies, I guess the books. You could mm-hmm. technically say. What um, do I get if I win? Uh, you get to stay on the podcast. Okay, that's okay. cool. So. And um, <laughs> yeah, and also a couple of questions about the game. But in total, there's mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six questions. All right, let's get into it. So, Harry Potter question number one: Who is Fluffy? Um, the yeah. Cerberus yeah. that guards the yeah. trapdoor yeah. in the first movie. Yes, correct. Yeah. He's the free-headed dog that protects mm-hmm. the entrance to where the Philosopher's Stone is hidden. Spoilers for the first movie and book. <laughs> Question number two, and this one you, you should get right. Mm-hmm. According to the sorting hat, what qualities do Ravenclaw students have? Like you don't have to be yeah, yeah. exact, but you should yeah. you should get um, like inquisitive, um, mm-hmm. like a, a, a hunger for knowledge kind of thing. Thirst yes. for knowledge. Yeah. So yes, according to the to the the thing the trivia I googled, mm-hmm. the, uh, he he says that they should have wit and learning. So Wit we'll, and learning. We'll, give, okay. you the, we'll yeah. give you the point for the learning. Okay. The yeah. Thank God I was so. sorted into Ravenclaw and yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Question yeah. number three. Mm-hmm. What item does Mr. Malfoy accidentally give to Dobby to free him from his servitude? Ooh. Uh, um, an accident. A sock. A sock, yes. Yeah, yeah. He does. Harry Master slides. has given Dobby a sock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think Harry slides it into the book. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Malfoy gives him the book, yeah. right? Could have told you that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was the the Chamber of Secrets. Yes, yeah. it was. It mm-hmm. was extra but bonus point for that. <laughs> Question number four: In the Goblet of Fire movie, which actor plays Cedric Diggory? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes, and what is the other famous role he played around that time? <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> yes. I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah, but was... in Batman, he was very good. Yes, he liked was him in the Batman. new Batman yes, movie. Yeah. It was good. Okay, next question. This one should be easy because it's about Hogwarts Legacy. Mm. In Hogwarts Legacy, which spell is used to pull enemies towards you? Accio. Accio, yes. And the final question. What In Hogwarts Legacy, what is Ragrock's, Ranrock's brother called? Oh, fuck. He was such a forgettable character. I've already <laughs> forgotten him. Oh, no. Begins with, um, begins with L. Uh, Lodgok? Lodgok, yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so fine, you got... Yeah. All of the answers correct, plus one bonus point with for getting it, Robert Pattinson. Ah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So now I can stay on the podcast. You get yes, to stay on the I'm podcast. so happy and relieved. 
so am I because it would be a very difficult conversation of what <laughs> uh, yeah. the questions were actually quite easy yeah, yeah. yeah. They, there were some really easy ones like oh what house is, is Harry in <laughs> what is Harry's two friends called mm-hmm. but I was like these ones okay there are some very hard Harry Potter quizzes yeah. though like, I've found some hard yeah, ones where I, I can answer like 10% of the questions maybe I remember once yeah. it wasn't with Harry Potter it was with yeah. uh, Star Wars I bought mm-hmm. a Star Wars Trivial Pursuit and I consider myself quite at least with the movies mm-hmm. quite like knowledgeable but yeah. playing that I had no idea I remember one of the questions from that hard quiz was something like what did Cho Chang say to Harry after mm. Harry said this to her yeah. and you're like I don't know. But the scary thing is, there are people yeah. that probably are listening to this. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what she said. <laughs> scary or um, um, amazing. Yeah. However you want to. Impressive, yeah. However you want to see. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the review of the game. Yes, so Hogwarts Legacy. So, like we said, we were both roughly around halfway through. I can't, I should have listened to the podcast before starting this one to mm-hmm. remember exactly where we were. But I think for both of us, yeah. These I think I had about uh, two of those trials down. And yeah, that's, you were yeah, about to I, do the second one. Yeah, or that's like correct. That. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, more or less yeah. halfway through. So mm-hmm. yeah, how was the second half of the game for you? Um, so going back to the first half, in the beginning, I was playing and I was like, "Oh, this has so much potential." Mm-hmm. Then the world opened up, and I was like, "Oh my god, the world is huge! There's so many enemies. Um, Hogwarts is amazing." Mm-hmm. And then the story was still like a little bit, I think, simple. We said back then, and um, the combat was also not too challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where we left it. Yeah. And then from that point onwards, um, I actually increased the difficulty then to be. the hardest setting, and um, played like that, which was actually very challenging. But the combat, I would say, was not the most fun on that difficulty because it just made everything into a into a sponge just had a lot more hp yeah yeah. um in terms of the story and the feeling of the game um it was until the end kind of do the same thing again and again kind of thing the trials the main Mm. story trials were kind of similar um, all of the things you did in the open world felt kind of similar. Go to this place, kill these people, or mm. retrieve this, bring it back to me. Um, like fetch quests and stuff. Um, and and the gear. I'll talk about the gear later. That's a big pet mm-hmm. peeve of mine. Um, but in in general, for me, the the middle portion of the game was kind of monotonous and. Eh. Uh, and then at the end of the game, it picked up again a bit with the story quests. Um, I thought the ending of the main story quest and like those three side stories of like the, mm. the friends that you make at Hogwarts, I thought those were cool. Uh, that's where it picked up again. Um, and yeah. then there is kind of like an end game, if you want to call it that, after the story ends, mm-hmm. uh, which I played for a few hours, but then I also cut that off to play a different game because it didn't hook me enough (laughs) but that's also something we can go into Mm -hmm. more depth in later yeah Yeah. i think maybe i'll give my quick overview and Mm -hmm. sorry if you can hear the police sirens (laughs) but yeah i'll give my quick overview then maybe we go into more like spoilery territory um just so people if they don't want to get spoiled they can just listen to our our reviews and then then stop listening if they want to Mm -hmm. but yeah i think i think my experience was very similar to yours like i was i was kind of looking forward to the uh the second half of the game and um yeah i think it was also very much that 
by then I felt very overpowered and combat was never really an issue. I didn't put the difficulty up, but what I actually tried to do was to fill out the challenges more. So I would go into combat and try and do something different that I wouldn't usually mm -hmm. do. Like usually yeah. I would run in, use Accio to pull them towards me, use Inferno to blow mm -hmm. them up and do that. But then I quite like that the challenges and especially like the, the dueling challenges that come up in combat mm -hmm. kind of get you to use different items or get you to use different spells that you yeah. might not do or, or kind of have like a puzzle aspect to them where it's like, oh, get the tarantula to flip on its back. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, yeah. how can I do that? Yeah. So that, that kind of kept it interesting for me. But yeah, otherwise, like you said, the combat was quite um, quite straightforward and I did feel very overpowered. For the story, I like I told you around the time, like I liked actually the, especially the third uh, trial. Mm -hmm. Like, because I was, after the first two, I was getting a bit worried of like, oh, okay, is this just going to be it four times over? Like a bit like the mm -hmm. old, you know, the old Zelda games where it's like, oh, go here, go in this dungeon. Yeah. find the tribe piece go to the next dungeon find yeah. the tribe piece I was a bit worried about that and then yeah once we talk about spoilers uh, by the third one I was kind of like oh this is actually really cool what they did here mm -hmm. and for the story itself yeah it was it was the main story was fine like I think it kind of ended quite abruptly and was quite I guess predictable at the end whereas I would say at the end of the last podcast I was kind of a bit like oh there's so many different ways this, this story could mm -hmm. go like there was so many threads and by maybe two, uh, like three quarters of the way through, I was kind of like, yeah, I know how this is going to end. Mm -hmm. What really kept me in the game was the three kind of side stories with Natty, Sebastian, and Poppy. Poppy, Poppy yeah. yeah. Like those three stories I thought were quite interesting. And, and I think we also discovered like it, you make decisions in them. And I kind of assume that your decisions don't really mean anything. But we actually got quite like different endings to them too, or not really different, but we had like a different kind yeah. of like the experience. The, the ending is the same, yeah. but the way to get to the ending can be slightly different. Mm. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I like and when I finished, I kind of uh, kind of felt like yeah, this was like a really don't know. The game had like quite a big impact. Like I don't know if it's mm. like I say every time I think about it, I don't realize how much of a big Harry Potter fan I am until. Mm. I go in like you play like a game like this and you see all of the stuff and you know exactly what they're talking about mm -hmm. and uh yeah i kind of like finished the game and was like yeah that was really good i really enjoyed it it's not like the best game i've ever played yeah but um yeah i'm i'm interested to see if they do dlc if they do kind of like story dlc i'll definitely mm -hmm. go back and do it but right yeah right now i don't feel the need to go back and finish off the challenges or or um go and hunt the trophies or anything like that so um yeah I think overall it's a good game. If you're a Harry Potter fan, you should definitely check it out because it's by far the best Harry Potter game there is. Fully agree. Yeah. And yeah, it looks great. It, it plays really well. It's mm -hmm. just, yeah, it, it just maybe towards the end suffers from the, the open world RPG kind of thing of, yeah, it gets repetitive. Yeah, we have to fill out you space. Get, yeah, you but we get, don't have 10 years to put really, really cool things exactly, in. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so that I guess in, is the non-spoiler part. So if you are, haven't played the game and you plan mm -hmm. to, now would be a good time to turn off and leave us a five-star review. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess if we go into stories and we, we want to talk about the, the story, uh, as, as, I guess it's story twice there. If we go into spoilers and want to talk about the stories, yeah. what part of the story did you like the most? Um, like, overall, yeah. not necessarily the main line. Yeah. But yeah. I, I would say yeah, like for me, the, the two things that I was following with the most interest were the main story and um the sebastian mm -hmm. story um yeah yeah I, d I don't really 
have much to say about the ones with uh, the other two, mm-hmm. uh, Natty and Poppy. They were both okay, yeah. but they were just okay. They didn't really stick in my mind as much mm-hmm. as Sebastian's did because he had the potential to become like a, a dark wizard and mm-hmm. to go full crazy mode. Um, but the main issue I had with the story is the, like an issue that I had with a lot of the game, um, which is also maybe because we are not the target audience necessarily, but I think that they simplified a lot of things and they also simplified a lot of emotional things mm-hmm. because children might be playing the game and that's why like they could have had huge emotional impact when huge spoiler if you haven't played the game now listen away if you mm-hmm. haven't yet uh when sebastian kills his uncle yeah um that could have been a huge emotional impact but it was kind of glossed over i felt it's like yeah like he kills him and then it's like oh no what did i do and then you um go talk to um What's his face? The 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 blind guy, <laughs> his uh, friend. Uh, or oh, what is he called? Yeah, something. Keep talking, yeah, I'll yeah. Um, the other Slytherin friend. Um, so so you talk with him. It's like ah oh, yeah. What should we do? Should we turn him in or not? And then you kind of decide something. But ominous. Ominous. Yeah. It's a weird name. That's yeah, why yeah. I didn't remember it. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah. Um, but like things like that, I think could have been embellished so much more if the animation, the cutscenes was different, or if mm. the voice actors put more into it. You know, um, the best example was one that I heard uh, yesterday from a friend in the story with Poppy Sweeting. Right at the end, she kind of just like drops a little um, nugget of information. Oh yeah, by the way, like I come from a family of poachers, mm. which then you're like. What? You come from a family of yeah. poachers? That's crazy. But, like, there's no tension in the voice actor's voice. Yeah, there's yeah. no dramatic camera angles. And the way that they did it is just, like, the camera is always on one person's face, then the mm. other person's face, and it's the same camera angle. And the lighting is always that of, like, the real-world lighting. Mm-hmm. So it's not cinematic at all. And what they could have done, for instance, is while you're, like, fighting, maybe in one of the cutscenes, one of the poachers grabs a little snidget or whatever they're called and then runs away with it Mm. and then poppy has him like she has him Mm. and then he turns around and then she hesitates and then he runs away and then uh you look at her and it's like oh why did you let that poacher get away and then she turns to you and she says well actually that was my father Mm. you know and that could have been like a dramatic reveal but they didn't do that they were just like like no just tell him through text exactly oh yeah Yeah. by the way i was a poacher and then just like reading through um an explanation of why yeah so stuff like that could have i think embellished the story a lot and there was a lot of just um in in uh literature as well and because i also like writing stories one of the things that i've heard the most often the biggest mistake that i make is that i tell and don't Don't show show. and you should show not tell and i think that's a lot of what the story is is a lot of telling and not enough showing (laughs) yeah Yeah, i agree and i i I agree with because i think we talked about this in the last podcast with the delivery especially from the main character because i think it's Mm. hard in in like an rpg where you have some some kind of agency over how your character looks Mm -hmm. and how the character sounds like it then creates like generic sounding voice acting and yeah it's the same like you said after after uh, Sebastian kills his uncle, the reaction isn't like, oh my God, you just murdered him. It's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you killed him. 
and it's like yeah you just witness someone get murdered with like this curse that mm -hmm. no one is allowed to say and it's and it's like so such like a taboo yeah. but the reaction is just so like monotone mm -hmm. flat like oh he's dead and you're like yeah he is i saw like i saw that you know <laughs> there's no rea yeah. no reaction but I, yeah. I yeah i think yeah i think that was like a general thing with the with the the game in, in itself is that yeah it was like everything was kind of yeah you, like you said the cutscenes were all done kind of in the engine of like and it felt like that like it felt like when you see these kind of uh mmo games where it's like hey there's like the, you know the character is standing within the world and then all of a sudden like someone mm -hmm. might just walk past it and it, it yeah. just takes you out of the yeah. the immersion a little bit and like it didn't that didn't happen in hogwarts legacy mm -hmm. but that's always what i felt when i was looking at my characters like yeah and i don't know like a uh, yeah a nibbler or whatever they're called I think mm -hmm. nibblers from Futurama but whatever they're called could just walk <laughs> yeah, yeah, through the yeah. scene and it would completely break it Niffler I think Niffler yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah so I think we we agree on the story mm. yeah I think I, I, like what I like is is I felt like with these three story like mm -hmm. uh, sub stories is that there was one that was quite serious which was Sebastian's and I think, to be honest, Sebastian gets done a little bit dirty because in the sub-story, <laughs> they're the ones where you learn the, uh, the forbidden curses. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, to basically learn all three of them, you have to kind of make Sebastian do these, this stuff that he, he shouldn't do. Um, and then you have kind of have, like, Natty's, Natty's story, which is about her coming to terms with her dad getting killed in front of her, which I think yep. is also kind of interesting, but, again, it's very much kind of black and white and straightforward and there is this this kind of conspiracy with rockwood that i always forget why she is involved in it and it's like yeah because men like him killed my father and yeah like, that's the only thing yeah yeah like, okay yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then she can turn into yeah. a gazelle which is also kind of yeah cool yeah. i guess mm. um but i think the stuff with her was the most interesting was hearing about like what the wizarding world is like in a different continent in africa yeah. like the kind of backstory and law there i thought was really interesting because it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not a thing we ever see in harry potter yeah. and poppy's story i think was more like a yeah this is kind of it, it, again it's more to do with like the law of the wizarding world like mm -hmm. you get to meet the centaurs you go into you know this really cool tent that is like mm -hmm. a massive dragon fighting pit that was cool like, reveal that yeah, was like cool stuff yeah. like that which i really liked and i think yeah. that, that kept me going because the main story was a bit more like i said by by the 20 or 25 hours in it was a bit predictable mm -hmm. of where it was going to go and yeah the story itself i think yeah the professors i didn't really feel that uh involved with like i felt like they were quite they again like they all had like very unique accents which mm -hmm. kind of kept taking me out of it and then <laughs> the, the the fifth professor who also has the ancient power i had no attachment to her like i felt like that's where they could have really got something mm -hmm. where it's like you, somehow you they could have created a link between her and you and then you actually feel like, oh, these mm -hmm. professors kind of were mean to her, and she just wanted uh, to. You be mean the, the ones that give you the trials? Yeah, the not trial. just the ones. No, that, yeah, sorry, in the, the school. ones, the yeah. ones in okay. the trials. Yeah, yeah. Like they, mm -hmm. um, like I felt like that's how it was gonna go. Is that like she would somehow reach out to you, and you would get this kind of connection to, with her, and be like, maybe try to see her as like the the antihero that mm -hmm. all she really wants to do is is to take pain away, but to do mm -hmm. that she abuses power. And really, yeah. it was just more like, ah, she can do this spell, and ah, they don't like it, and okay, now she dies because they kill her. And, yeah, and they did. It. They yeah. did kind of touch on it. Yeah, yeah but, but they not... didn't like, like, like we said before as well, like pull enough at the yeah. emotional heartstrings. It was more just a delivery of blah 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 blah. Yeah, but not in a way that would make you really feel for her. No, because she just felt like 
Yeah, uh-huh. like I think it was yeah. it, flat. That, that, yeah. That's what that's what I think is kind of like the two halves. Like I feel like mm-hmm. they, they really set up a lot, but they fail to knock it all down. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's kind of everything kind of tumbles over how you would expect it to, but it's not mm-hmm. really like a big bang at the end. Yeah, I think in the end the game suffered a little bit that it was uh, open world mm-hmm. because they probably had so much to take care of that they couldn't polish these things. Mm-hmm. And maybe they also had like um, like technical limitations because of the the size of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, one thing I did want to mention though, which we haven't talked yet about, but now we finished the game, we can say definitely. I think yeah. the performance was really good because I didn't mm. have any stuttering. Any wait, I think I had maybe one crash or two crashes, but um, like in terms of bugs and mm. loading times in yeah. the areas. I mean, it's a huge area. Loading yeah, times yeah. were awesome. So I think performance-wise, the game is really good. Yeah. But even still, like uh, they like they they managed to knock the performance out of the park for this huge open-world game. But because it was open-world, the story stuff suffered. I yeah, think. I think so yeah. as well. Like, I, and I think, uh, yeah, for me as well, I think I remember. I can't remember what it was, but I remember having one like like glitch. I would mm-hmm. say it wasn't even a bug. Like I didn't have any crashes or anything, but there was like one glitch and everything else. The game ran really smoothly and mm. and was fine. I think for me, where I felt like there was a compromise was like there were very much sections of the game that were like felt very handcrafted. Like mm-hmm. you go to Hogsmeade and everything mm. looks amazing. It's really everything there is interesting. Yeah. You go like you got to Hogsmeade like train station there, and mm-hmm. then there was like a few castles. And a few, like maybe like a few houses, but then the rest of the world just kind of felt like, okay, I don't need to. I never felt the need to go through it with my my with high wing, like riding. Yeah. It. it was always like I'm just gonna fly over it because mm-hmm. I can see on my map there is an interesting point and there is an interesting point, and I'm just gonna go directly there. Mm-hmm. And I think that yeah. was a little bit of a shame because I think yeah, they, there was a lot of cool stuff maybe they could have done, and also coming off of playing games like uh, Breath of the Wild and mm-hmm. Elden Ring. There are a lot of open world games with really big open worlds where it does feel like every over every hill is something mm-hmm. interesting. And in this game, I didn't really get that at all. Yeah, yeah. I did occasionally like go into like a cave that I found, mm-hmm. or sometimes there were cool puzzles as well. Mm-hmm. And you do the puzzle, and then at the end you get a chest or something like that. But um, this will bring me to my next yeah, point so in a beautiful yeah. segue. Um, the reward system, especially the gear, I didn't like at all in the game. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it was kind of okay. But then at the end, um, all of the gear was just numbers to me. And whatever I got, I just transmogged it into whatever I wanted to look like. And most of the time I looked the same. Um, and also like those those puzzles in the caves and stuff, they had a really cool puzzle somewhere. I forgot where exactly it was or what exactly it was about, but I did a really cool puzzle. And then at the end of it, I found a chest and in the chest, I got a shitty item which I had already gotten one of like mm. 20 levels ago yeah. you know so in like in that instance they could have put a unique reward mm. just for that place and you're like oh, okay because I did yeah. this cave and solved this puzzle I got this um, but like one of the only instances where that happens and which is why it was also one of my favorite items or the only item I guess that I would remember is when you collect those 16 keys for the house ah, chest yeah. Yeah. and then and then Spoiler, if you haven't done it yet, you get a robe which has the insignia of your house on it. So if you're Gryffindor, it's a lion. Ravenclaw is a raven. And when I first got it, I was like, I had to like search for hours for, for the last key mm-hmm. because they don't show you where it is. You have to go around Hogwarts like 20, 30 times to find it. 
and then I was like, okay, it's just a cloak. That's it. And you know, that's it. It's just a visual thing. Mm. It's not even, it doesn't even have stats. It's just yeah. a transmog thing. But then when you do a spell, all of the like embroidery and the insignia, they light up with every spell that you do. So I was like, okay, this piece of equipment is unique and cool mm -hmm. and I like it. And so that stayed in my mind for a long while. All the rest of the gear is just rubbish numbers so that I didn't right, care yeah, about. Yeah. And and like I said, all of that also made all of the other locations where you find treasure. Like I didn't care about the chests that I got at the end then, even though I should care about mm. it because I already knew I'm probably just going to transmog it anyway. Yeah, it's going to be something it. that I've had or sell it or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah so. I think that was a big issue because at the start I was also kind of like, ah, I'm happy that I'm getting like rubbish because mm -hmm. I can just sell it and then I can buy new blueprints for my for the room requirement. But then that... <laughs> you that, used that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, but then that's also just became like a, okay, it's there. I go in every however long, every hour, just reset everything and then and then leave because yeah it's the same thing of like okay i felt quite early on i bought everything and then there was the stuff of like the you know again like again there was like this cool idea with like the beasts that you have these beasts and you can breed them mm -hmm. but you're not you're not really breeding them for any reason other than to have one more of the beast like it would be cool if there was some way to breed them and be like well no you uh, do it for the materials yeah, and you need the materials to upgrade your yeah, gear or put yeah. more runes in which if you play on a hard difficulty is something you need yeah <laughs> definitely. but but, so. but i think like it would have been cool if it was like oh you can you know like in like if you've been playing dredge it's like oh mm -hmm. there were like these these variations of, of the fish mm -hmm. like maybe like that it's like oh here is like uh you know the uh the festrals they're like these black horses right mm -hmm. like oh maybe you could get one that's like a, a white horse or yeah. something like just something to be like because i mean in there breeding, were like, there were subtle differences between male and female yeah, like, they, yeah. they visually look different yeah. but yeah it just felt like the breeding was like okay well mm. I already have, I don't know, 30 Festral hairs in my inventory that I'm probably mm -hmm. never going to use because yeah. I wasn't playing on the hardest difficulty. And now I've bred my Festrals to get another Festral that just gives me more hair. Mm -hmm. It was a bit like, ah, yeah, did, uh, again, maybe it's just stuff like, I feel like they could have done cooler things with it. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, because, um, yeah, the rumor requirement, I was like, oh, this is like a really cool idea that you have all of these stations and whatever. And then in the end, it was just, I had so much stuff set up there that my my inventory was full all the time so i could never actually u reset them because i was like oh yeah i have to go for, for like 10 chomping cabbages away mm -hmm. at someone so i can reset the stuff or and same with the potions okay. I was like, yeah. oh, i'm maxed yeah. out on potions i i can't even refresh these hopping pots because yeah. I, my potions are all full okay so, yeah, yeah i think yeah and i also with the the equipment i i did the same thing i had an outfit that i liked i finally found out how to the yeah, you don't have to wear glasses and you don't have to wear a hat because that was one thing I was like, I hate that they wear glasses <laughs> and a hat. Like it's so, it, mm -hmm. just, it just doesn't look good yeah. for me anyway. And uh, once I worked that out, I was like, yeah, maybe every now and again I would uh, switch robes. But yeah, it was yeah. it was a shame because yeah, there were some things mm -hmm. where, some points where like you say, you, you finish a puzzle mm -hmm. or you find something that you feel like you shouldn't have found and mm -hmm. the reward and it just wasn't very uh, rewarding. Yeah. I think transmog in games should only be something that you unlock after you have like at least completed the story, mm. like in the end game sometime. 
because uh, I remember in old games I used to like if you think of, like old Dragon Quest or whatever you started out with like cloth armor then you got leather then you got mm. mail then plate and then mithril or whatever mm-hmm. and that felt like a solid progression every time you got a new piece of armor you were like I feel upgraded and stronger and better now and yeah with these when you just like can interchange everything randomly and be flexible with everything it just everything loses its value and, and meaning kind of yeah, I yeah. agree. If so, we're kind of given a review on what we liked and didn't like. Um, if they were to say like, okay, there is DLC coming out for the game, like, what would you want the DLC to be? Um, hmm, it's a good question. I think multiplayer would be really cool, like duels mm-hmm. and Quidditch. Yeah, what about you? Yeah, I think there was like one kind of cool. Like, it was a really small side quest that you do down by the boathouse where there's this girl from Slytherin and she says she wants to be an ambassador to the Mer people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, one one aspect of the game that wasn't really... Uh, I mean, other than Quidditch, which is a big one, they that wasn't really explored. Like, you had mm. things... Underwater. With, yeah, like underwater. Yeah. Like, you, you had the centaurs, you mm-hmm. had... Um, the goblins and yeah. the, the the other like humanoid beings mm-hmm. are the mer people that wasn't really explored yet. So I think something yeah. like that might be cool. Could be cool, yeah. True. Cool. Well, yeah, guys, that's uh, our part two of Hogwarts Legacy. Thanks, Casper, for joining. Thank you as well for having me. If any of you guys have played the game, it would be really awesome to to hear your thoughts and your opinions, especially if you finished it. What you thought of the end? Did it kind of live up to the expectations that you might have had? set for you at the beginning of the game did it did it surpass them and yeah would you go back to the game if dlc was released please let us know either on uh, in directly in spotify if you're listening on spotify uh, there will be a question section there where you can leave an answer or you can hit me up on twitter if you still use twitter i know a lot of people have abandoned that ship a long ago but if you still use twitter you can at me switch indie fix and we can have a conversation there but yeah otherwise guys thanks so much for listening hope you had a good time and we'll see you next time bye bye Bye.